Oh, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Give Me My Points podcast. I'm your host, Lockable, and I'm here with my co-host, Angry Diamonds. What's going on, man? Welcome back. Oh, man. I'm, I'm here, brother. Um, I ain't saying it's like Jordan flu game, but, you know, we shake it back. Right. Hope all is well. As always, we want y'all to make sure you join the Discord, the P3 Picks, Plays, and Parlays Discord, where we give out free picks, plays, and parlays every single day. We just coming off a 60% win percentage in the month of November, which is another winning month. And make sure you join in the description below. Let's get ready for the show. Christmas will be here soon. Looking for a great gift for family, friends, or even coworkers? Just like Allen Iverson, Queen Chums for Con Candy is the answer. Just make sure you get two boxes, one for them and one for you. You're not going to want to share these, I'm telling you now. Order today to make sure you get yours by Christmas. Go to queenschums.com, Q-U-E-E-N-C-H-U-M-S.com. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. So angry. Looking at this uh, weekend slate for the NFL, doesn't look too hot this uh, weekend. Got a bunch of uh, boring games, you know. Yeah, man, most definitely, uh, especially at the last week where we had a, uh, I think we had a, we had pretty good matchups, you know, to, to actually watch, man. And with some games right. that were surprising, but this week, man, it looks it looks kind of terrible, man. I don't know what the schedulers were thinking. Or maybe they were just thinking teams would be more competitive and injuries wouldn't have happened, but it's it's looking bad this weekend. Right. Like, restarting off Thursday night, the Raiders versus the Rams. The Rams have picked up Baker Mayfield, who may play this uh, Thursday, but it's like – What a joke. You know, yeah, like, I don't, I don't really think people are going to – it's going to be another Thursday game that isn't good. Like, you know, I feel like the Raiders are going to come in there – do what they need to do to win, but I guess this is just going to be the show to see if Baker Mayfield could do something with a bunch of nobodies. I mean, man, they keep giving Baker Mayfield chance after chance after chance after chance, man. Right. I, I don't know how many opportunities, you know, well, let's just say how many more opportunities he's going to need to show you who exactly he is, man. He He, he shouldn't have been drafted number one overall. The guy is fizzling out. Fizzle out of Cleveland, fizzle out of Carolina, and he's going to the Rams. He's probably going to fizzle out there as well. It's not the system. It's not the coaching that, that's that been his problem. It's him. So I don't know what the Rams are expecting. Um, so they they really don't have a choice because, you know, their model has been fucked on picks for the past right. several years. So I, I don't know what they expect out of him. Right, and it's like I mean the Raiders are coming are coming off a three game winning streak, and the Rams are on a six game losing streak right now. I I just don't see anything that can give me the benefit of the doubt that the Rams can't compete against the uh, Raiders. Like I believe the Raiders just should go in there if their car does well, pass the ball well, and gets to Devontae Adams, they're gonna win easily. Hopefully. Most definitely, man. I mean, Devontae Adams, is, I mean, with his past, you know, several games, part, you know, a pick of uh, his prop, Devontae Adams, two touchdowns, it's looking mighty tempting to take. Because right. I think he's going to uh, roast 
that uh and Rams secondary, secondary because um right. they have it what they you know what they should have been and with them dropping six in a row, those guys just looking like, hey man, let's finish this season without getting injured and uh you know, cob on three. Right. Yeah, that think Thursday night's game this week is going to be another stinker and nothing to look forward to. Yeah, because I believe at the end of the season, man, the uh, Raiders are going to be through with Derek Carr. I know they that was, I guess, a big selling point to get him there, to get Tay Adams there because him and Tay Adams were college roommates. Right. But I think they're going to try to look somewhere else because, you know, Carr, Carr has been okay, but he hasn't been what they thought he was going to be. And he doesn't have any guaranteed money left on his uh, contract. So I think they're going to be moving on once the season ends. Right. We'll have to see what the Raiders going to do. But, you know, I mean, who? I mean, there are a few quarterbacks on the market this offseason. But you really think they can get rid of Derek Carr? If they're they going to find somebody better than him? I mean, they, they could, man. Because, you know, with free agency and hell, they may just take a rookie. You can get a, a a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal, and and hell, you know, that's better than paying all that money, Carr. Because I mean, you know what you got with Derek Carr. I mean, right. hey, bro, they went to the playoffs last year with Steve Bisaccia. Um, He was the interim coach at the Gruden got fired, and I mean, Carr, he he he's dealing with a lot of injuries on his you know receiving core, but at the same time, dude has been playing the same way I feel since he's been there and is I think it's just their time has come to an end with the Raiders with a uh, car and the Raiders all right we'll see how that uh, pans out this offseason but yeah Thursday night's not gonna be a good uh game this week moving towards the Sunday games you got the Bills versus the Jets. Bills just got some devastating news with Von Miller right. having a uh, season-ending ending injury with an ACL surgery. That is a key uh, component to their defense, and they're really going to miss that going towards the playoffs this season. Most definitely, man, because that was supposed to be their uh, additional piece in the offseason that was going to you know, help them close out games should they run into – Kansas City are running to uh, um, Cincinnati to where they had the extra piece to where this guy could put the pressure on that quarterback to where you don't have Pat Mahomes doing miracle work. But, you know, it's unfortunate because dude was having a great season. Yeah, he was having he was having a great season. So, I mean, that gives the Jets a little bit of leeway because they're missing that defense uh, key. But, honestly, I do do not see the Jets winning this one. I feel like they can give the Bills a run for their money. I mean, they did beat the Bills earlier this season, might I add, by three points. So, I mean, the Jets not just going to let them come in there and whoop them. But I feel like the Bills got a lot to prove since losing to them uh, earlier this season. So, I think the Bills might take this one out. Yeah, it's, it's going to be um, hard to you know predict who's going to win that because, man, I mean – you know, Bills, Bills should have won a lot of games, but they done lost a lot of games to teams that were you like, damn, how that happened? And right. the Jets could be another one of those teams. It's a divisional game, and, you know, it's getting close to the end, so every win matters, and they most definitely want to be, you know, that number one spot in the AFC to host playoff games. And 
you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a good one, man, because Jets' defense is elite, and they've been playing that way. So I, I wouldn't count them out. Of course, you know, you still have the concerns with Mike White at quarterback. But he, he played he played an okay game at, at the end with that uh, Vikings. So we'll see. Mm. I know uh, Zach Wilson ain't going to be playing, so they got a yeah, chance. Zach, Zach isn't playing. Uh, but, I mean, if the Jets do find a way to win, that puts them 8-5, and five, and that puts the Bills 9-4. and four. And Miami is 8-4. and four. So, you know, if Miami wins, they'll take the top of the division because they beat the Bills earlier this season as well. Yeah, that's definitely something to look out for. And like I said, that, that division has been competitive for most of the season. Patriots are kind of, you know, fizzling out a little bit where to where they're not in that discussion as much as they were beforehand. But, um, yeah, that that's the thing, man. Bills came on before the season. They were consensus Super Bowl pick for most people. Right. And, uh, you know, that's why there's no paper champions, man. You have to play these games. But yeah, with them losing Vaughn for the for the season, man, that's devastating. Because yeah. uh he, he was playing great for him. And they're gonna need that with this last stretch. Yeah, they they really gotta get something going going into the playoffs and missing him's gonna be vital. So I mean, you know, maybe the Jets may be able to pull it out. I don't think so, because you know, Bills need to win these next five games to like let everybody know, hey, we're still here. We can go we're gonna compete with the big dogs and we're gonna make a run for the Super Bowl. Because I mean their schedule isn't bad for the end of the season. They play the Jets, Dolphins. The Bears is probably the worst one. They play Joe Burrow after that and then they play the Patriots. So I mean it's not a terrible last five excluding the uh Bears. But you know, you never know with them. They they may lose a game that you won't think they'll lose. Right. So yeah, hopefully they could pull that W out against the Jets this week. Another twelve o'clock game we have is Browns versus the Bengals. You now have Deshaun Watson back uh, as your quarterback for Cleveland, and the Bengals are just coming off a big win against the Chiefs this season. Yeah, and like and like I said, I I said it last week. I didn't think Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, was going to be able to come in and just be who they thought, or I should say, who they paid him to be. Um, it's still going to take some time for him to get acclimated, get into football shape, especially with those group of guys and everything like that. But they running into that buzz all that buzz saw. Excuse me, still sick, <laughs> you know. Hmm. That is the Cincinnati Bengals to where, you know, Joe Joe Burrow said, this is when we want to be playing our best ball. That's what December is for. So right. they know with um, with Jackson being hurt for the Ravens, they have opportunity to overtake that spot and win that division. So I, yeah. I think the Bengals, Bengals going to have it on their mind. Um, I don't know if they're going to have Mixon back, but, you know, they, they've been getting it done. Especially, you know, with, with those group of guys. Even with Mixon being out, they've still been able to handle their business. And they just got Jamar Chase out, who played who played who had a good game last game. He had ninety three receiving yards. So I mean he he did his thing. So when they get Mixon back, their offense will be back to what it used to uh be. 
but the Bengals are holding it down without Mixon right now. So, you know, yeah, hopefully Chase, they can come out with the win. Chase had the best catch that I've ever seen that wasn't a catch that you 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 probably could think of. I mean, that right. one-handed grab, I'm like, sheesh. Yeah, that was crazy. But, yeah, hopefully Bengals uh, can handle the Browns this week. You know, maybe Shawinta might have knocked the cobwebs off of them. You might give them a run for their money, but who knows. Uh, looking at the rest of these games, Texans, Cowboys, not not really much to speak about. I mean, Cowboys. Nah, it's going to be easy dub. Easy dub for Dallas. Tuck your head, get a W, try not to get injured, win. That's pretty uh-huh. much it for that. Uh, you got the Vikings versus the Lions, who are who surprisingly the Lions are the favorites for this game, and I was kind of surprised by that the other day on the uh, was that the Tuesday's podcast? They were they had a spread of minus one, now it's been pushed to minus two and a half against the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They really do not trust Kirk Cousins, huh? And I and I was wondering why they gave the uh Lions two and a half, but. You know, the Minnesota has had some kind of close wins that, like, shouldn't have been wins, but they were wins. So, I mean, they might think the uh, Detroit got something on their mind this week. Man, I've been telling you, man, sometimes it's better to be lucky to be good. And a lot of those games that Minnesota was winning was because they had luck on their side and not necessarily that they were a good team. Now, you know, who would have thought we began this – you know, this season that I will tell you or that you would say that the Lions, the Detroit Lions coming, what is this, week 14 or 15? Right. That they would be favored to an, uh, a Minneapolis, well, I say Minnesota Vikings team that's leading that division. The Vikings are 10-2. and two, That right. the 5-7 Detroit Lions will be favored. By two and a half points. Insane. So yeah, it's insane. definitely it's definitely that they believe Kirk Cousins is a complete liability at the quarterback position. Cause I, I don't get it. You have uh Jefferson, who's arguably the best in the league. You have Thielen, who's no slouch. You have uh Cook as running back. You have uh, Madison. Madison breaking him up. Yep. You had the, the midseason trade acquisition of Hawkinson. So it's definitely that line is definitely an indictment on Kirk Cousins, and it may be just one of the biggest traps of the season as well. Yeah, that's one game I'm I'm probably gonna stay away from spread and money line wise because of that spread. Like you said, it it looks like a trap to me. So we're gonna see how that plays out. But yeah, I do agree that it's probably because Kirk Cousins is a a liability. In which I do agree, he he's had a lot of games where it's like, why? Why are we in this predicament? Such as last week, how Jefferson had 45 receiving yards. He should have way more than 45 receiving yards. Not knocking the defense back for the Jets, but still, you know, Jefferson is that guy. And then you got Thielen, who you rarely pass to. Like, Kirk, Kirk needs to do better decision-making and getting it done. But we're going to see how that trap game uh, plays out. This week, a team that hasn't been playing well in the past few weeks has been 
the Titans and they play uh the Jaguars this Sunday. Tennessee hasn't been looking great at all, especially Derrick Henry lately. He hasn't been rushing that uh that great these past few weeks, especially this past Sunday. The Eagles held him to uh what is it, thirty some rushing yards. Yeah, and that's not the second game, you know. I mean, that's not the first game that he's been held to like thirty some yards this season. You know, right. where he's the the bulk of the offense for their team. Teams are going to uh, focus in on that, and Philly just dominated them. And you know, AJ Brown was basically sticking his middle finger up the whole game against them. He was to let was y'all know him. that y'all should have just paid me and not played games. Because look at you now. And I mean, they are leading that division, but they they're in a division where they can afford to drop those games because yep. you know, Colts ain't worth shit, Jaguars ain't worth shit, Texas definitely ain't worth shit. They only won one game, so yep. they're gonna look to to uh you know right the ship some and get back to the run game and try to work their receivers, um, but. I mean, you know, this is a this is a stinker that no one wants to watch. I expect right. Tennessee to win pretty easily. Um, I think that last game with um, with the quarterback for the Jags, he got injured a little bit, so they're going to be looking for his long-term health and not really put him in too many predicaments to where it's like, go win us this game because their season is done. So yeah. I think Titans get a dub, but Titans – Man, Titans are probably going to host the game and be one and done come the uh, offseason. That's usually yeah. yeah, that's usually what happens to them when they lose the first game. So, right. I mean, they got rid of their GM, you know. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe Vrabel's next. I say, yeah. Hopefully, you know, Derrick Henry has to get back on the ball. But like you say, other opponents are honing in on uh. Just Derrick Henry, and it's been working. Bengals shut him down. Eagles definitely shut him down these past two weeks. So, I mean, I, I know he's probably looking to bounce back for a hundred-something yard rushing game against Jaguars, which he should be able to get. But we're we going to see how that plays out. With uh, Jacksonville versus Titans, should it just be a duck-your-head win type of game? Moving on to probably the best game of the day, or probably – out of this week's slate, you have the Eagles versus the Giants. I I think the Eagles should win this. I mean, the Eagles have just been balling. They've been balling since they've lost to Washington weeks back. And, you know, the Giants, the Giants just coming off that overtime tie that they ended up doing. Other than that, they've been losing the past couple weeks. Man. Daniel Jones just needs to get the ball up, bro. He, I've said it before. He runs too much for me, man. To be a quarterback and you have Saquon, you know, you have a few little receivers that can catch the ball, and for you to be doing what you do is just unacceptable, in my opinion. I'm going to have to push back on that, bro, because I agree with you that Saquon, you know, feeding Saquon the ball is, is never a bad idea. But he when he's dropping back the pass – they have no damn receivers. So once they covered up, Jones got to do what he got to do because he don't want to get he don't want to get knocked out the game. And and that's partly because they paid that boy that's on their squad all that money, and he don't catch shit. 
I mean, it's people literally in the street seeing this dude like, hey, bro, catch the ball, bro. <laughs> you know, they paid you all right. that money. Just catch the ball. So, you know, hey, bro, he's he's doing what he have to do, man. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. But to me, I, I just I, I don't have any faith in their receiving core, man. But they, they've been having a pretty good season. But I think this game is it's always going to be tough because it's a divisional matchup. They played a, right. a damn good game against the Commanders last week. But um, I think Philly's going to get the win because Philly, man, Philly, they got it on their mind, man. They 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 can just dominate defense. They can dominate offense. You want us to put it in the air, we can do that. You want to keep us on the ground, we can do that as well. The best thing the Giants can do is, you know, feed Saquon the ball, keep Jalen Hurts and that offense off the field as much as possible. Right, that's the only way you will win is keeping Jalen off that uh, off the field, like the Colts did him a, a while back. That's about the best game plan you can come up with for the Eagles right now. Right. So with that, you you have the Ravens and the Steelers for the last twelve o'clock game this Sunday. With Lamar Jackson not playing this Sunday, you got Huntley the backup who's going to start this week against Kenny Pickett. Uh, I think uh, Baltimore should find a way to win. People sleep on Huntley. I mean, he did a he did a, a good job this past week getting the game-winning uh, drive and scoring on the Broncos. So, I mean, I, I feel like the Ravens should go in there and get it done this week. I'm, that that's a game that's kind of interesting to me for me to uh, you know keep an eye on because the Ravens they do need Huntley to actually win that game for them because right. uh, the Steelers Steelers you know they haven't been having the season they wanted but they they have been able to eke out some wins and they've been playing tough. Uh, yeah, Kenny Pickett is kind of selling it to his own. Um, he's still he's still not in you know in sync with his receiving core. But if he does, man, that's going to be dangerous. And, of course, Tomlin, you know, he wants to get these Ws so he can still have that where it's like, you know, never had a losing season. But the Ravens, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be important for the Ravens because Cincinnati is right there. And if they drop any games, they they don't have any games that they can afford to lose. Because, you know, depending on how long Lamar is out, they go from hosting a playoff game to going on the road and you know we don't know the severity of Lamar's injury they say he's week to week so we have to you know keep an eye on that but it's gonna be interesting to see Huntley you know I think he'll be better than he was last week because he's gonna be taking all the first string snaps in practice but you know that that should be I'll say probably the second best uh, 12 o'clock game uh, for this week Right, like you say, he's going to get all the first-string snaps, so he'll be able to uh, see the game plan for the week, and he should be able to get the job done against Steelers, unless uh, Ravens defense is just not going to show up and play Sunday. They they should be able to win. It's kind of like a must-win, like you say, because Bengals is knocking at the door to get uh, their first place in the standings. Yeah, and and Hundley wasn't bad last year when he covered for uh, Lamar. Right. I mean, he's, he's not a bad guy. Right, he's a pretty good candidate. I mean, he's not one of the quarterbacks where you like you just know you're gonna lose. You have a fighting chance with Huntley and your uh, as your quarterback. Right. 
Right. Moving to the uh, three o'clock games, we have Chiefs versus Broncos, which is going to start the three o'clock games. That's going to be a stinker. Broncos suck. Y'all know how we feel about the Broncos. Chiefs should go in there, have a field day, have padding their stash. They should beat the Broncos pretty easy. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not even going to say anything. It's Kansas City win. Moving on from that game, you have the Buccaneers versus the 49ers, who are without Jimmy G this weekend. Tom Brady's coming off another last fourth quarter drive comeback win this past Monday against the Saints. So the Buccaneers kind of on a uh, good uh, good momentum right now, but they're going to have to go up against a tough 49ers defense who has been playing impeccable these past few weeks. Yeah, it's definitely um, favored for the 49ers, even though they're on their third-string quarterback. I still believe they're going to uh, beat the Bucs. Uh, that defense is elite, arguably the best in the league right now. And, you know, e- even with Brady and everything they got going on, I don't think they can overcome that defense. Um, so that I think 49ers are definitely going to get the dub. That defense is too lethal around there. Bosa is just – Ridiculous out there. Niners actually have a shot if uh you know they can figure something out with this quarterback. If he can get comfortable, they might have they might have a little shot to run this uh run this week. I'm not too sure who I think will win this game. I kind of might just watch and see. I can't really give my definite answer because I mean Brady is Brady. You know he could pull something out the hat and find a way to beat the 49ers this week. Or the Niners can go in there and smack the Bucks, which we would hope for with our trash division the Saints are in. But, you know, we'll have to see how that game goes. Moving on to the last 3 o'clock game, you have your Panthers versus Seahawks game. Seattle needs to win this game because, of course, they're in the division with the 49ers. So they're kind of fighting for who gets uh, what spot. And, I mean, Carolina... Carolina's in a division with the Bucks as well. And it's a pretty trash division. I don't see the Buck. I mean, not the Bucks. The Panthers winning this game. I think Geno comes in there and beats uh beats Panthers this week. Yeah, I agree, man. Um Seattle should be able to to dominate this game pretty much. Um they're playing at home. So Carolina has to go all the way across to the uh to the West Coast. Um they been kind of, you know, blase, blase for most of the season. I mean, they technically they still have a chance, like I say, because, you know, NFC South has been horrendous this season. But I think it's definitely uh, Gino about to, about to handle business. Right, I agree as well. I mean, the Panthers could make some shake in NFC South, but let's be honest, they're probably not. Not the way that season and that team has been going. I just don't see anything happening with that. Gino will probably take out this W. Going to the night game. We have another probably one of the big games of the day. is going to be Dolphins versus the Chargers. As you know, the Dolphins have just come off a embarrassing loss against the 49ers this past week. And the Chargers are just coming off an embarrassing, well, close game loss to the Raiders this past week as well. I think Tua comes back and plays well and that gets the job done. You know, he had a bad game. That was his first loss 
of the season for him. I feel like he will get back into the swing of things, pass the ball correctly, get the ball in, waddle in, cheetah's hands, and I think they should come out with the W. Yeah, this game here, I mean, I'm going to say it, bro. Brandon Staley is coaching for his football life with this game here. Um, you know, Chargers technically, they, you know, they they they're in the playoff hunt. And we haven't seen Justin Herbert in the playoffs. Right. And you know, you know, so they want to see that happen. And the Dolphins, I mean, Dolphins is one of those teams to where they've been overachieving this season. New head coach, new style. They got the cheetah there, as you say. So they they definitely believe they can go, you know, to L.A. and win this game. But I think this is Brandon Staley where it's like this might be the game that, you know, you can keep your job for a little while or it's definitely the game that's going to get you fired. Because, uh, you know, there's been rumors of uh, Sean Payton looking at that as a potential place. It's next place of employment. Right. We'll see. But Dolphins, Dolphins should win because their offense is so potent. But, uh, yeah, the Chargers, I mean, the Chargers do have a defense, man, to where, you know, late in games, they've been having it to where they've been having a shot to win. It's just been bad coaching. But, you know, yeah. if, if I had to get anybody in, it'd definitely be the Dolphins. But, you know, I think, Hey man, something's gonna shake if they lose this game here. Right, and uh, even with the Chargers' defense being so good, and they find ways to be in the game, I just do not see them competing with this Dolphins' offense. They have too many weapons on that offense that could just score at any point, blow past your defenders. You know, you got Cheetah, or make a big play, or run down your throat. They, I mean. I, like, I don't really see it. I'm pulling for the Dolphins in this one to win. But, you know, like you said, old boy got a coach for his job, so he's not going to back down. We're going to have to see how that game plays out with them. Uh, with that night game. Hopefully it's a good one. And going to the last game for the uh, Week 14 slate is going to be the Patriots versus Cardinals. It's another game I personally probably won't watch. I mean, Arizona's 4-8. New England six and six, and I mean the way New England's division looks, you know, it's just not in the hopes of them getting in. Cause I mean they're at the bottom of the AFC East, but I mean they can get in if they keep winning, getting a wild card maybe. Arizona season is done. Arizona's just they've had a rough season. They're not coming out in the playoffs whatsoever. I don't see them winning. Yeah. The Patriots, I mean, they're playing f- to where, you know, they're playing for a wild card. Technically, they're still definitely in the race. But the Cardinals, um, man, I mean, I- I've been watching them on hard knocks this season, and it- it's been been hard to watch to right. where, I mean, they've been devastated with injuries. Um, you know, <laughs> their offensive line has not been healthy for most of the season. They had to let the offensive line coach uh, go after the Mexico game because he got out of pocket. Um, yeah. A lot of people are saying Cliff might be on his way out. Him and uh, you know who we don't talk about, Kyler. Oh, uh, yeah. They're always butting heads. 
I think he's just probably mad at him because, you know, he didn't watch his six when they was playing Modern Warfare. But, <laughs> you know, um, it's been terrible for the Cardinals, man. They they just going to have another season where it's like, damn, we're not even making the playoffs. Because that's been their main point the past few seasons is the back half, they just, you know, fizzle out. And this season, they haven't even – been able to fizzle up <laughs> shit no, not so at all. yeah I, I think the patriots they're still trying to figure out what they got with mac jones and i mean shit i i don't know what they have with them or not their defense has been pretty well of course you know they have superior coaching when it comes to this game so i think the patriots are going to win pretty easily because they still have a chance to make the playoffs but the cardinals this has been one kind of like depressing season to watch these uh, hard knocks, man. I mean, everybody just walk around that bitch with a sad face. Yeah, I've been watching it. Everybody looks so devastated for how the season turned out. But, yeah, Cardinals going to have to make some changes this offseason. I think New England takes this dub and try to fight for a wild card spot to end the uh, week 14 and all. Uh, before you – before you get off for of football, I need to uh we need to get a second line going and have a home going service for the New Orleans Saints. Uh this day funeral. Uh the Saints season is dead. Um it, it's cooked. Y'all can get the second line going down in New Orleans because Saints ain't doing shit this season. It's been another disappointing season. We were playing with injuries once again, and you know it's another year where we just don't know what the what the hell we got at quarterback. And you know, even even with you know the red rocket, red rifle, whatever you want to call him, he's been playing okay, but he ain't been playing great. And I will admit that Monday night game, it was the receivers dropping that damn ball and not mm-hmm. doing what they should have been doing, not catching it. Is what cost him. He played a good game. He played the game he needed to play. But at the same time, man, he can't be dinking and dunking in the fucking football all game long. Especially so, in, in the last drive. You know, and, and Mark Ingram, hey, bro, you you know, you're the Saints leading rusher. You got a lot of things, and you've been, you've been good to New Orleans, bro. But your time in New Orleans has come to an end. Those legs of yours are cooked. I saw he had a partial tail in the MCL. I think his time in New Orleans is done. I hate to see, you know, that it goes out like that. You, you rather for him to leave than you push him out the door, but that's what's going to happen. Um, Kamara, shit, the way he's been utilized, I kind of wish his court case was settled and he could have got the suspension out this year. Because right. right. he ain't been hitting no shit. Um, I think that's partially <laughs> because of Carmichael. I don't know what the hell he been doing. I guess he been saying, I'm going to run the plays that I wanted to run when Sean was here, but she ain't let me do it. Because for some reason, you still keep using Kamara to run power running back plays, and I don't understand it. I don't understand it. <laughs> and uh, Dalton, one one thing about Dalton, I, I, you know, he pissed me off, is he always throwing that damn ball to where Olave can get hit. Stop mm-hmm. fucking throwing the ball away. This fake can get popped, man. We need this dude for the long term. Shit, you know he a rookie. 
he had his first drop, bro. He had his first drop, and they like, oh yeah, he should have had that. I'm like, bro, he had to twist and contort his body because that ball was placed poorly. Cut it out. But you know, it's gonna be another off season where we're looking who's gonna be the quarterback, who's gonna yeah. lead the Saints. Um, you know. Jarvis Landry, I'm glad you came back to the boot. I wish we could have got you in your better years. But, you know, that ain't been working out. I don't know what we're going to do with this Mike T situation. When he was healthy, it was good. But, I mean, shit, man, he ain't been healthy in like three years. So that's definitely concerning. And, you know, it's just been unfortunate, man. But the Saints are dead. And, you know, hey, bro, you know, till next season. We ain't got nothing to look forward to because we don't have a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. But the same season is done. Um, I don't know if they're going to make a coaching change or not. A lot of fans I know won't want that to happen. And you know what? It may happen. It may not. I don't know. But hopefully we can get some kind of compensatory pick if Sean Payton gets a job somewhere else. You know, but right now, Saints are done. The season is dead. Uh, it's still who that, but it's going to be who that next season. But, yeah, after what happened last, uh, you know, Monday night, three minutes left, you blew a 16-3 lead. Hey, bro, that ain't us. Mm-hmm. That ain't us, fam. So, it's not. Yeah, season season's dead. It's been a rough season to watch as a Saints fan, but, you know, who that to next season. Oh boy. Moving on to the Association of the NBA. The Lakers been balling, bro. They are finally finding their identity. AD has been AD. LeBron came back. He's doing his thing. And they've been playing some competitive basketball lately. I'm a, I'm gonna give you that. I'm not I, I he's been playing like AD, not been playing like street clothes. Westbrook the founders fit, you know, doing what he doing. But at the same time, the Lakers are still garbage. They uh, you know, they, they 10 and 13 right now. Um, they look better than what we initially thought. Right. But it's still it's still rough going for them. It, it it's been rough. It's been a rough season, but I mean, you know. They finally getting back on track. I mean, they lost last night to uh, the Cavs, who uh, Donovan Mitchell put up an insane amount of points in the fourth quarter. And AD went out in the middle of the game for flu-like symptoms. But, I mean, the Lakers gave them a battle all the way to the fourth quarter. But you lost the game. They did. They did lose the game. Uh, so far, December, they're 2-1 and one this December. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Wizards. They lost to the Cavs. And they play the Raptors tonight. So, I mean, we'll see how that goes. I don't know if AD is playing. Well, AD, AD and LeBron are supposed to be out tonight. Oh, and Pat Bev. So, yep, the Lakers beat 10-14 and 14 after tonight. <laughs> they got to throw in that Pat Bev. And then, you know, they play. If uh, my guys, if my guys ain't playing, I ain't playing because I'm a team guy like that. <laughs> yeah, he decided to take the night off. So Westbrook is going to lead the show tonight. 
And then Lakers played. Uh, hey, you know, that's a for sure right on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what? LeBron going ahead. He gone. Man, I'm shooting threes in this bitch. <laughs> about to shoot everything he's always wanted to shoot, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. man. But I mean, hey, bro. They've they been playing better. They've been playing better. I got to give them their props. Yeah, they have been playing better. I mean, looking at the standings, I mean, standings are pretty much in the East. It's still looking pretty much, you know, Boston still leading the uh, leading the crew, twenty and five. Milwaukee right behind them, with Cleveland coming in third. You know, that uh, conference is looking like a strong pull from the Boston and Milwaukee standpoint them two probably gonna battle for first and second in the long run well as the western conference it's kind of a close a close race for all positions you got golden state at 10 who's only three and a half games behind first place so i mean you know anything possible in the west right now yeah it's it's great parity in the west um, you know, you see that the Pelicans, boy, they sitting at the number two spot. They only have a game back from number one. Uh, right. They're playing some excellent ball. But, you know, it's definitely congested in the West. You know, as the season progresses, we're going to, you know, they're going to get sorted out. But um, a team that, you know, I was I was giving them praises and stuff at the beginning of the season, they just fell completely the hell off was the Spurs, man, and, I mean, they're on an 11-game losing streak. It's like, what the hell? So, they, yeah, they looking like, you know, should have just known they was what they was doing. They I were mean, not playing well. That was not going to be a good team. They was just, you know, getting better, getting better, getting those wins in the early season. That's all I can say. I mean, Pop said in the beginning that don't expect much from them. I mean – I wasn't really expecting much from them boys either, but, you know, Spurs are going to be Spurs. They've lost 11 straight, three of them coming from the Lakers. You know, they've lost – they've been playing ball. It's not like big blowouts, but they, they have some blowouts in there as well. So, Spurs don't look good at all right now. They look like they uh look like they might be throwing in the towel soon. Like, this might just be a wash. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely looking for the uh, draft lottery. Right. Um, another team that I was high on at the beginning of the season, but not to say that they're, you know, bad or anything right now is the Utah Jazz. They're sitting at the ninth spot, but they're only three games back. So, you know, them and the Portland Trail Blazers, they have similar records where they're, they're three games back. But Portland, I could expect with Dane being hurt. But, uh, you know, that that's, that just goes to show you, man. This season is a long one in the uh, in the NBA, but you know things things are more definite in the uh, East, man. And yeah, I, I, Chicago. I mean, they're nine and fourteen right now. They're gonna have to do something with DeRozan. Yeah, they're gonna have to find some trade partner before the deadline. I don't know who he could go to. I was joking with you saying he can come to the Lakers, and I don't care who they give up. Just get just get him over there, but in all reality, he's probably not going to even be talked over there. So we're gonna see how that goes. But yeah, that 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 team isn't working out down there in Chicago. Yeah, man. Um, 
It's looking bad. It's looking bad for them. Um, another team is the Heat, man. Like you know, the Heat has just been quiet. The Miami Heat's the gonna be the quiet team that find their way into play and then start playing good for the playoffs, bro. And I, I guess, man, but they don't. They don't look like they don't like anything right now. They don't. They 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 just look. Like, you know, they just a regular basketball team that you know exists. That's not making no noise. Nothing's going on. That's crazy. It's just one of them days. I mean, one of them seasons. But I feel like they're gonna find their way into playing, and then they're gonna start making some noise. That's what I think. But funny, you never funny, know. uh, funny. You don't hear too much out of Brooklyn these days. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very. Very interesting. Well, Very interesting. I mean, I told you a bunch of times, if, if it's not basketball, they're not going to talk about them boys. So, I mean, Kyrie's back. So, there's not they can't talk about that no more. You know, there's nothing going on. The coaching situation's pretty much done. Ain't nothing to talk about. I mean, they playing basketball. You know, Nike dropped Kyrie. Other than that, you know, they ain't talking. They ain't making no noise with uh. About the Nets, they just leaving that team on. They just letting them coast on by, play their games, you know. And if something non-basketball related happens, they're going to let the world know. You know, they're sitting at 13 and 12 right now. But we we just going to have to uh, watch and see. The Nets put a whooping on them this past Sunday, though. I mean, uh, not the Nets, the Celtics. Okay. I'm just saying it's very, very interesting that uh, a lot of the media, Kofifi, uh, died down, but you know, guess that's just me. Golden State is finally uh in the positive over five hundred mark. You know they're finally doing something. Uh, these past couple well, games, I mean, you know, they've been load management, load managing like crazy this season. So it doesn't surprise me about their record. They they only they only have two uh road wins. The right. whole season. Yeah, they could have possibly had three if they would have played against the Pelicans a few weeks back. But no, you know, I'm always going to have that uh, <laughs> uh, vendetta against them to wait a couple hours before the game to uh, say something. But, you know, it's neither here or there. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know, man. It seemed like that punch is still, it's still you know, <laughs> reverberating through that organization, man, because they they have not been looking like the defending champions for most of the season. Where you're two and ten on the road and I mean you're you're we're a quarter way through with this season already. Right. It's just like, damn, that's it's kinda crazy. But you know, as long as they play the games at home, bro, they they look like the Warriors, but on the road, they do not. Mm-mm. You know, because half the time they're sitting, or you know, they actually, if they are playing, they real they uh lose a really good game. Yeah. But other than that, I don't. I'm not too fond of the Warriors this season. I, I have beef with them for the whole season. <laughs> but what's surprising to me is that New Orleans is literally a half a game, like you said earlier, from the first spot. Who would have thought? Who would have hey, thought? And that's the thing about it, bro. The whole team has not been healthy this whole way. But like I say, we have depth. 
you know, in yeah, every position, yep. you know. So, and, and like I said, it's the young guys, and, and they've been getting coached pretty well, and, and they've been playing their position, man. And it, it's just been great to see, man. It's been great to see. I, you know, call me homerism or whatever. I'm going to always root for it. If it's New Orleans, if it's Louisiana, I'm going to root for it. So, I, I predicted the Pelicans. They're saying this is the season even started. They could go to the finals. I mm-hmm. had belief in that team last season. If Zion would have been healthy, they could have did some real damage in that Western Conference, man. Like, I, I could have easily saw them going up against Golden State in the Western Conference finals and maybe right. beating them. I could have saw them in the finals. So, to them, you know, to have their core group, uh, another season where we get these guys healthy. Coach got another year on his belt. They better watch out for the Pelicans, man. So they, you know, eventually they're going to start recognizing, like, yo, these dudes are for real. But, you know, we'll see. Hopefully they can keep it up, man. I know they can. So Pelicans going to fly high. Fly high, Pelicans. Fly high. Well, other than that, there's not too much going on in the NBA. Unless there's something uh you would like to uh elaborate on. Nah, that there's like you said, there's not been too much going on. That that's that's all I got for it. Right. Even in the college basketball territory, we're still not messing with college basketball. You know, a lot of foolery is going on. Number two, Texas just got upset Tuesday to Illinois. Makes no sense. You saw that, man, in overtime, bro. I I looked at that score, you know, just in the app. I think it was like 35 seconds left. uh, Texas was up by five. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. they They got the dub. I come back. To look at it later that evening, Texas lost in overtime. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. What? But that that's that's why I'm just like, nope, I'm still not messing with it. Like, we are not touching college basketball. So if y'all wondering why we don't speak on it, it's too early in the season. Maybe early uh January, February, right before March Madness, we might have something, but we we not messing with college right now. I'm so sorry. But with that, that is going to wrap up another episode of the Give Me My Points podcast. As usual, we do have a Discord, the P3 Picks, Plays, and Parlays Discord, where we give out free plays every day, Sunday to Sunday. we just coming off that 6% win month for November. We would love to have you there. Come, uh, come on this money train with us. As always, Angry Diamonds. Peace.